Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Clark. The Collide Kids podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. I am so glad that you're listening today. Thank you so much for being here and spending this time with me and my new friends. If this is your first time listening, I just want to say welcome. I'm glad you're here too. Don't forget to listen to the end of every episode. That's where we have the kids only segment where kids just like you get to be on the podcast. As you might already know, I love learning about people with interesting jobs. We've had some really cool people talk about their jobs on this show throughout lots of episodes, like my friend Reggie, who was on episode seven, and he's a game show host. We've also had Will on episode 24, who was a firefighter, or Dr. Chenwei Williams, who is a psychologist in episode 31, and my friend Bryce, who works in marketing for Broadway. He was in episode 63. Well, I will say that one of the most popular jobs that I've had on this podcast is children's book authors. I've loved getting to know some of these authors and learning about their books like Sarah Jean Collins and Katie Kenny Phillips and Dorina Williamson and Brock Eastman and Kara Snyder. And let me just tell you, there's a few more coming. I have a lot more children's book authors that are excited for you guys to hear about their books. And since I love reading, it's just the perfect idea to have them on the show. Well, today I have someone who's not a children's book author. She's a children's book reviewer. Her name is Kristen Winalda. She likes Agatha Christie Mysteries, Chai Tea, and her job as a mom of four kids. Her job is reviewing children's books at bigbookslittleears.com. Her reviews are known for looking at secular books through a Christian lens and theology deep dives of Christian picture books. You guys are going to love hearing about her job. It's so interesting and sounds like so much fun, especially if you love to read. So here is my conversation with Kristen Winalda. Kristen Winalda, thank you so much for being on the Collide Kids podcast today. Oh, well, thank you, other Kristen, for having me. Yes, I always, uh, whenever I, I meet another Kristen, I always say, I love your name. <laughs> and then <laughs> you have to ask, the tongue. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to ask how they spell it, because we all spell it so differently. That's so true. I, I don't know that I've met another Kristen that spells it like mine. I spell it with a C-H, and you spell yours with a K. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we're just, we're unique. Even though our names are the same, we're still very different, (laughs) right? (laughs) Would you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Sure. So my name is Kristen Winalda and my husband and I have four kids. And when I'm not chasing after them, I am a book reviewer. So I review books and encourage parents to read to their kids at the website, bigbookslittleears.com. Very cool. And I love that you have four kids. How old are they? I have a nine-year-old, a five-year-old, a two-year-old, and a four-month-old. Wow. So you got your hands full for sure. Yeah. All the different <laughs> ages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are the older ones really helpful with they the big are. littles? Yeah. That's yeah. Good. 
That's awesome. Well, good. Well, I'm so excited to talk to you about being a book reviewer. I think that's so interesting. Uh, but before we do that, I always like to start out by asking my guests to share a joke because this is a podcast for kids and this is the part the kids just love the most. So do you have a joke for us today? I do. So this is my favorite book joke. Why does an elephant use its trunk as a bookmark? I don't know. So it knows where to stop reading. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's funny. I love it. <laughs> That's and you had a book joke to go along with your job. That's so good. I love it. Okay, well let's talk a little bit about this. So what is a book reviewer? What does a book reviewer do? So a book reviewer just reviews books. So that means that I get sent books or I find them at the library or I pick them up at bookstores and I read them and I check them out and then I write about it online on the website about what I thought and who would enjoy this book and who perhaps should stay away from the book. And some pros of that, like some perks of being a book reviewer is I get sent tons and tons of free books. People send me free books all the time. Nice. And a con of being a book reviewer is sometimes I love to read, but sometimes it's like a chore because I'm doing it for a job. Yeah. So it's not like a, a free time activity like a lot of us spend time reading. That's part of your job. So you have to read. Yep. <laughs> I understand that. It's kind of like reading for school versus reading for fun. When you're reading for school, you're like, you have to get through it. And, and sometimes it's interesting, but most of the time you're just trying to finish it. Um, so, <laughs> exactly it. so what do you do as you're reviewing a book? Do you like write things down or ask them to change things? How does that work? So I, um, get books after publication so they would never make changes for me. Um, but I do tend to make notes most of the time, the notes that I make because I review books for grownups to read to their kids. So notes that I make are anything that would be age inappropriate in the book because sometimes publishers put an age range on a book. And then once you read it, you're like, you know what? That's not quite what um, a family today would probably think would be appropriate for that age. So those are especially important to write down. And then um, just like if it, if my kids liked it, I also test most books out on my kids. <laughs> so which of my kids liked it and what they liked about it. See, that's so good to have kids because you get them, you get their feedback. That's like, I get my kids feedback on this podcast, you know, like, what do you guys think? Did you like that one? They tell me and they're very honest. Yeah. So <laughs> have you ever had to tell someone you didn't like their book or tell somebody like give a bad review? Um, so not, not normally. I, I try to be very kind. And most of the time when people send me books and if I'm like, oh, this is this is not for my audience and I am not going to present this as a book to read. I just don't publish anything about it on the website. And so it's not like you have to be mean. You just have to say, you know what? I emailed the author back and I'm like, you know what? I am so happy for you that you got a book published because that is extremely difficult to do. Yeah. And I have chosen not to review it on the website at this time. So, you know, try to be gracious because it's still, it's still the right book for somebody. It's just not the right book for my audience. I see. And how did this start? Like, how did you become a book reviewer? So I was reading tons and tons of books to my kids and um, was also enjoying the stay at home mom life, but also looking for something to maybe stretch my brain a little bit more. 
And so I started a website and it turned into a website that reviews books that I read to my children. And it just kind of snowballed from there and just kept getting bigger. And as I got sent more books, I could post more reviews, which makes more people find the website and send me more books. And that's so cool that you get so many free books. Um, what, what are some of your favorite books to read to your kids? So we right now are really enjoying the Wilder King trilogy, um, which is like a retelling of the story of David from the Bible, except oh, in wow. chapter book form. So that has been what we're enjoying right now. Um, for picture books, you know what? I like the classics. I love a good Good Night Moon and other <laughs> classic picture books. Yeah, those are awesome. And and a lot of those have a lot of us have those books that we've read a million times. Um, I think that's really interesting that you read chapter books to your kids. What's the benefit or what's what's so good about reading chapter books? So chapter books are fun to read to kids, even very young kids. Like I start like in when they're toddlers, we start reading chapter books. Wow. And part of why we do it is because it's just nice family time and it's easy family time. You don't have to come up with activities or spend money or whatever. You're just hanging out, eating popcorn, reading a book. Um, and it's also good for like their brains to be following a story over multiple days. And it's just fun. You know, it's just a fun thing to do as a family, especially as you kind of make it part of your family culture or like your family traditions of reading a chapter book together. Yeah, I love and I love the idea of popcorn with it. That's so fun. What is one thing that families can do to get more books in our lives? Like we need to read more. We know we should. So what's some things families can do to to get more books in? So I would say the number one tip I have is if you're going to become a family who reads aloud together is that whoever the read aloud person is, normally it's mom, me in our family, mm -hmm. that they have to actually like the book. So choose a book that mom actually likes because otherwise there's gonna be like oh we have to read that again why don't i do that and that's no fun mom's never gonna do it so if you choose a book you actually like uh, and then you'll be more motivated to read aloud to your family that is my number one tip and then my number two tip is definitely utilize audiobooks there are so many great audiobooks and so much sort of downtime um right now you know like when I'm doing car pickup line, I've got some kids in the car and we have to sit there forever. So I download audiobooks from the library right to my phone. And it is so easy. It's such an easy way to get some reading time, you know, reading time in quotes mm -hmm. when really it's listening. Yeah. And kids are learning, like you said, they're learning to use their imagination. They're using, to, they're learning to listen and to, to think through those things. So that's, that's a really good idea. Um, so what would you say to families who maybe they don't like to read or their kids don't like to read? Do you have ideas of how we can get our kids excited about reading? Sure. So definitely make it enjoyable, as enjoyable as you can. So like I said, we do a lot of popcorn during reading time. Even if they're going to go read independently, even for school, you know, you got to get so many reading minutes in. I'm like, yeah, make some popcorn. Go for it. So make it enjoyable, popcorn, ice cream, whatever it takes. The, another thing we do is to make it enjoyable is I'll like heat up all the stuffies, the stuffed animals in the dryer. So if it's reading time, we heat them up in the dryer and then it's just cozy and warm. So anything like that you can do to make it enjoyable is always a good option. Another option is maybe you just haven't quite found the right books yet or the books that your kids just really like. 
So I encourage families to ignore reading levels when you're picking books to read for fun. Like who cares? So they're reading three grades below them. That's okay, they're reading. So ignore reading levels. And then graphic novels, they count. That counts as books. So don't shy away from that big graphic novel section in the library. Yeah, my son loves the graphic novel books and he's not a, a huge reading fan, but he loves those books and has stacks of them always with them. He just thinks that's so exciting. Oh, um, good. So let me ask you this. Tell me about how being a book reviewer and, and reading books all the time, how does that relate to your faith in God? So I think that God is always calling us to be learners. He's made this big, wonderful world and he wants us to enjoy it. And so I think being a book reviewer and getting to learn from other people and enjoy their art because their picture books that they've made, their graphic novels that they've made, that's like art and getting to take all that in. That is a great way to enjoy the world that God has provided for us. Mm -hmm. Do you think that we could, do you think there are ways that we could take books and relate them to our faith, like relate them to, or is it just from reading the Bible? Yeah, that is a great question. No, I think you can take any book and relate it to your family's faith and especially secular books, right? I don't just mean like Christian fiction, like any book you can take and relate it to your family's faith. And a really easy way to do that is to think about three questions after you're done reading. So when you're talking to your kids after you've read, you don't have to have like discussion guides or, you know, nice printables of what to talk about in this specific book. You just need to ask them three questions, which is what was something in the book that made you happy? What was something in the chapter that made you sad? And how did you see Jesus in this part of the story that we read today? And then make sure that as parents, we're answering those questions also so that we can kind of um, direct the conversation. So if in the chapter they were hiding in the woods from a bad monster, you could say, oh, well, I saw Jesus because God made nature and nature was in there. You could bring up creation. If a character in the chapter sinned and did something really bad and it didn't get found out, it was still hidden. You can say, oh, I see Jesus because he knows all of our sins, but grace is available. So that is a really easy, quick way. You don't have to think about it. It's just three questions. What made you happy? What made you sad? And how did you see Jesus in what we read? I, I love those. Those are great questions. And I think adults could use that as well. As we're looking through our books and we're, try, we're trying to grow in our faith, we can relate uh, things that we read to what God is trying to teach us. Um, I love all of this stuff. It's such good information. What would you say um, is the perfect read aloud chapter book? Like which, what kind of books do you think work out the best? Oh yeah. So, okay. So it's going to be different for every family. So I'm not going to give specific examples, but just some <laughs> things to look for would be, especially if you're starting aloud or reading aloud to very young children, you want to make sure the character list is short. You don't have very many characters. You want just a few extremely memorable characters so they can keep them straight. That's why a lot of times animal books make great starting chapter books because it's easy to remember, oh, that's the dog who is different from the cat, you know, versus if you start a book and it's like Billy and Timmy, like, well, which one's which? So you're looking for a few memorable characters. You also want to make sure that it has a really easy to follow storyline and it's not too convoluted. So like flashbacks, that's probably not the best for reading aloud. That can get pretty confusing. Um, 
I, when I started my read aloud journey with my children, I don't know if you're familiar with the book Boxin, but I picked up Boxin. It's by mm. C.S. Lewis. It's got like a dog on the cover. It's like, it's going to be perfect. This is perfect. <laughs> no, it is a play script. Like it's a script for a play wow. in a book. And I was like, it's going to be great. No, 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 it's not great. <laughs> so stay away from the crazy stuff. No play scripts, no flashbacks, you know, no story within a story. Um, although you can do that with older kids, do the story within a story stuff. So pretty simple. And then you just want to make sure it lines up with your family's values. So like for us, uh, in any book that we read aloud, I'm looking to make sure that sin has consequences. Like that would be something that's very important to our family's values. Why would you say, why would you say that's important? Because in a lot of media and even books today, sin ends up being rewarded. And it doesn't mean that we don't read those books and it doesn't mean that we don't watch those movies. It just means that we want to be aware that that's in there and bringing it up to our kids that, Hey, you know what? Um, sin has consequences. And in this case it worked out. Okay. But what could they have done differently to, um, not sin in getting a good outcome or what could have happened? What could have been the consequences of their action that they didn't think about before they made it? Yeah, that's interesting. What are some other family values that you think are really important for looking for a book? So one of the important ones for our family is that sibling relationships are good. And it doesn't mean that they always treat each other right. But if they treat each other wrongly, it's addressed. So that is an important one. Another big one in our family is the way that characters who are children talk to grownups because they need to talk with respect to their parents and some books that doesn't happen. So you got to be aware of that. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think that's really good to think about that. And cause I think a lot of families were like, I don't know if this is appropriate or I don't know if this is good. So having some kind of checklist before you start, I think would really help. Um, so does that mean you read every book all the way through before you present it to your kids or before you let your kids read it? So that is a great question. So I do not because I have a lot of children. <laughs> that is excessive. Uh, so, so one thing I do is I do have a couple trusted websites that I go to to check out book reviews. So hopefully some other parents come to my website to check out book reviews. And I, if it's someone that I trust, I'll be like, yep, they said it was okay. It's probably okay. If I don't have a review available of the book, then I preview it. And I do that by, uh, I read a couple paragraphs just throughout. Mm -hmm. like here and there, just wherever I see a paragraph. And then I read the whole last chapter because however they kind of pull all the storylines together, that will tell me a lot about the book that will tell me, you know, do I, do I approve of how the ending all comes together and how the characters talk to each other in the end, because that will also be in the last chapter frequently, you know, it's sort of like everybody's together by the Mm -hmm. time the story folds itself up and ends. So then I can see, okay, I see most of the characters who are going to be in the story. I feel good about it. So a couple paragraphs throughout, read the last chapter. And you know, sometimes I don't always get it right. Sometimes my kids will come and be like, mom, what does this mean? I'm like, all right, we're having that conversation. So it's not foolproof, but we do the best we can. Yeah. And I think that's really important too, because a lot of times it's hard to balance that. Do we shield our kids from every thing that might 
make them question something or sound like it doesn't line up with us, but being open to having those conversations once in a while, I think is a good thing. And making sure that our kids can come and talk to us about those things is important. So keeping that conversation open is really important. So I, I love that. I think that's really good advice. Well, this has been so good, Kristen. I've loved all your information. And I think, I think you have a really interesting job. I, I like to read. So I think that's fun that that's part of your job. That's really cool. Um, before I let you go, I always like to ask my guests to share a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have a memory you want to share with us today? Sure. So when I was younger, my dad used to read aloud to us from an old adventure series called The Adventures of Captain Al Scabbard. And I was like obsessed with it. I loved these books. He read them through multiple times to us. So a couple of years ago, I found the whole, like there's only two books. So I found the series of the two books used. It was like a big deal. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna give them to my dad for Christmas. He's gonna love them, this shared memory. <laughs> and I wrapped them up and gave them to him and he did not remember them at all. He was like, oh, did I read these to you? <laughs> yes, dad. It was a really formative memory. And now I review children's books because of you reading because these books. Because of these books. <laughs> and he, and he did not remember. Nope, not a clue. He's like, oh, they look pretty good. <laughs> they are. They are pretty good, dad. Maybe once so. he started reading them, he would remember. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a big deal. He can now read them to our kids. And he's like, oh, well, you can keep them. Great dad. Thanks. Like, That's awesome. D did he read a lot of books to you guys? Is, was it just like in the slew of books that he already read to you? I, I don't think so. These are like the ones, the ones that I remember. That's so. interesting. See, mm -hmm. my, my dad used to read to us a lot, especially when we were little and we would just be like, let's read it again. Let's read it again. So he started mm -hmm. stuffing books in the couch so we couldn't find them. Um, <laughs> he was tired of reading that book. And so then my mom would come home and sit on the couch and be like, wait, wh why are there, why are there books in the couch? So, yeah, so I think, I think, uh, our parents did a lot of good stuff for us. Sometimes they don't remember, um, all the good things they did, but that's really cool that, <laughs> that you right. found them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. Well, thank you again so much for, uh, being on the show and tell us our, tell us your website one more time bigbookslittleears.com. That's awesome. So you guys definitely go check out her books and her book reviews and learn more about all the things that she gets to do as her job. I think that's really awesome. Well, thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. Wasn't that so fun? I loved learning about her job and she had such good ideas, making reading aloud a special family time. She said it was good for brain development, especially for young kids as you're going through chapter books and letting a story grow. That's so interesting that that's good for your brain. I loved her idea of including fun snacks and cozies and popcorn, all those things to make reading time a special thing. I also love that she said, God is always calling us to be learners. He made this big, beautiful world for us to enjoy, and a book helps us do that. I think that's so true. She also gave us three great questions to ask whenever we're reading a book together, ways that we can dive into books a little deeper and have good discussions as a family. Those three questions were, what made you happy in this book? 
what made you sad in this book? And how did you see Jesus in this part of the story we read today? I think that would be a great thing for families to talk about together. And I think you'll really enjoy those discussions. She also gave some great advice for picking out books, especially if you're looking for something to read aloud. She said, make sure the book has memorable characters, that it's something that's easy to follow, and that it lines up with your family values. If you'd like to learn more about all the insights and the book reviews she's done, you can go to her website, bigbookslittleears.com. You can also find her on Facebook at Big Books Little Ears. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So I have two today. I have a joke from Shannon and a Bible verse from Jordan. Check this out. What did the cow say to the spider? Move over so I can do the movie. move said the cow so i can go to the movies i love that that was so good and she was three years old that's amazing great joke shannon <laughs> okay now we have jordan sharing a bible verse quite all set we were wait was rejoice to the lord always one more time rejoice in the lord always Rejoice in the world always. No, rejoice in the Lord. Okay. All right? One more time. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That was a great verse. Thank you for sharing that verse from Philippians 4.4. Awesome job, Jordan. Well, if you would like to be on the podcast, I would love to hear your favorite joke, or maybe you have a Bible verse that you love or a favorite quote you want to share with me. You and your parents can find information about how to send that to me through my social media. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. You can also find more information at my website, collidekidspodcast.com. Hey, would you like to support the podcast? Here's a few ways you can do that. First, be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using and leave a rating and a review. That is so helpful for other people to find out about this show. You can also share the episode with friends and family by sending them a text or showing them on your phone in person, or maybe even emailing it or putting it on your social media and tell them why you and your family like to listen. Or you can go to my website and click the link that says, buy me a coffee. And anytime you think about it, I always appreciate your prayer support as well. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I hope that you find some time to read together. It really is so good for spending time together and making those special connections and enjoying a good book. Well, in case no one has told you today, I would love to be the first to remind you that God loves you so, so much. Thanks for listening. <laughs>